Inspiring Biblical Families, Turning Hearts Podcast with your hosts, Ryan Phillips and Dennis Aldi. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Turning Hearts Podcast. Ryan Phillips, Dennis Aldi here. Here we are. Today, we're going to be talking to all the single uh, men. And, oh, well, and, yeah, single people. Yeah, we'll speak to the women as well, I'm sure, somewhere in here. Yeah. Single people, that's a good way to say it. Um, and preparing to not be single anymore. Yeah. And how to do that right. Um, what should you look for? What are the, some of the things you should do to oh, prepare? Boy, that's a great question. Um, let's, let's give some insight for those that might be wondering how to do this before the Lord. And how to find the right one so that yeah. all these, yeah. I mean, I, I guess we can't say we'd avoid all these issues, but at least oh, we'll no. be most prepared for the, the best marriage day one. Yeah. Boy, what a, what a great question. I just realized we could have just taken the things you said and had three podcasts. <laughs> Uh, because you This know, one's going to be three hours long. That's right. No, we're going to keep it pretty short uh, and doable. But, you know, yes, every single person that, you know, not every, I guess, the most all single people are out there saying, how do I get ready for this marriage thing? Because, you know, we've all looked at probably our parents' marriage. We've all looked at our friends of our family's marriage and go, boy, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Or there's something about it, some portion of it. I'm not sure I like that. Or how do I not find myself in a similar situation. So what do I do to prepare for that? And uh, so, yeah, great question. Um, my first thoughts are, as far as how do I prepare? Who, um, you know, I, I think it's wisdom for every young adult or even whatever your age adult and you're pursuing marriage or uh, there should be a, I'm going to call it a list of priorities that you're looking for. What are we looking for here? Because, you know, and and again, a podcast of great length would be the whole discussion. Is there one? And if I don't find the one, then mm. I need to divorce till I find the one. The the, the yeah, the big question is the big there question. Is the there, one. Yeah, is there one? Um, and and my personal belief is that the Lord can bring the one or one, mm-hmm. but it's not that you're out there and if you don't hit this one target mark, life is terrible for you. Mm-hmm. That is not the Lord. Uh, biblically, so we'll take a second and talk on the subject and that's yeah. not really how to prepare. Yeah. But biblically, now biblically, I don't know if any of us can handle how marriage was handled. Yeah. You know, biblically, the dad picked the one, the dad picked the one <laughs> and, and whoever he picked was the one. Yeah. Right. And, and so here's the point, because obviously we're not advocating dads going out and picking everybody's <laughs> going away. You know, that's, I don't, you know, that's the biblical way Yeah. Um, is that, um, you know, instead, instead of that scenario, it's the fact that we. We uh, we're looking for someone with this list of qualities that we think we like, that we think would be compatible, and and so instead of this picking of this one and it being dad, the point of dad and the point of that biblical story is that it's not about this feeling of mushiness; it's about covenant. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And, and I personally believe marriage was so that God could show the earth, uh, well, for family and all these. And he wants a family. He's a father. He wants children. His son wants a bride. Mm-hmm. Everything is family language from the heart of God. But it's about the covenant of family, the yeah. commitment, the till death do us part of marriage. And that's why it wasn't so much that I kind of feel a crush towards that person. So maybe they're the one. It was, no, it's been set up that we would be compatible or that we would choose to commit to each other and we would love each other by choice. Mm-hmm. And oh, if, if, if the church could just kind of spin that back around that love is a choice and it's not, I mean, we want feelings mm-hmm. and I promise you will have feelings but it's the choice to get up and love someone that's powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible even says, and I know I'm getting off subject, but the Bible even says, if you love somebody that's easy to love, have you done anything? And the answer is no, no, no. Yeah. that was easy. But it's, if you love someone that's difficult to love, now we're talking about, it takes the grace of God to do these mm-hmm. things. And now we're beginning to get into supernatural spiritual kind of love yeah and so yeah uh we won't we won't do the the dad cheese thing but (laughs) but we need a list that's why we start with this list i would say how do i prepare as a single person i write down and and i've told my own sons and daughters you know so i've got seven uh one's married one's passed away the third one's engaged right now and the fourth one has you know, is in this pursuing process. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, you're, I go, you're, you're in the midst. Yeah, of we're we're. How do you follow the spouse? spectrum? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I always, I as a father, I'm listening to those sons and daughters as to what do they, what do, and I and I try to repeat back to them what I've heard. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one one of mine really was looking for this certain quality. And I heard them say it and they didn't even know they were saying it like 12 times over a year or just talking with them about it. And so when they when they started talking about young ladies, I was like, does she have that one? And he's like, why, why do I, what do you mean? I said, well, I've heard you say you want that. Mm-hmm. Does she? And, and, and there was a time where one of them, I don't know if she does. Mm-hmm. And so uh, anyway, a, yeah. a list. So if you're you're out there and you're preparing... Have a list. What are those qualities? Because, you know, if you had 10 qualities, I don't know that she's going to have all 10. And so mm-hmm. what is that most important quality? Yeah. And and I'll tell you some of, if you'll remind me, yeah. maybe I should do it now. What are some of the ones I would put on that list? There you go. Maybe I'll just do that right now. Uh, I would advise young adults that uh, before you begin to uh, even pursue uh, a spouse that you, the number one thing I would say, obviously we're, we're attracted to them. I mean, th- those I'm not going to speak about because I think that you should be attracted to them. the obvious you know? ones. Yeah. The obvious. I think you want to have seen, not heard, not your girlfriend telling you a story about it, but you have seen them be teachable and walk in humility. Okay, and what does it mean to be teachable? Yeah. It means they like? messed up and they allowed somebody to correct them 
and they walked through being corrected well. How do you see that in a friend? <laughs> well, you have to be a friend to somebody first yeah. to see that. You don't just, you know, go to college and you see some, and I, I'll take it from a guy's point, you see some nice looking young lady across and you heard her pray a prayer that was powerful. Like, oh, this is the one, I'm convinced. <laughs> she loves Jesus, she's you know? beautiful. No, no, <laughs> you go. and about 20 other people start hanging out with her. Mm-hmm. And if if she's human, she's going to mess up. And, and, and you can be close enough without telling her. Because the minute you tell a girl or a girl tells a guy, I like you, all ability to get to know them is off. Because they're going to be tempted to, uh, you know, build themselves up so you'll like them show, even more. Show you everything. Yeah, they... they're going to show you all their good qualities. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we have a list. Teachability and humility would be at the top of mind. And again, that's outside of are they saved? Mm-hmm. You know, do they love Jesus truly? Uh, do, are they? Are am I attracted to them? So those are the real top. But but when it gets down to what am I looking for, I want to say, say that I've watched them walk through a teachable experience where they were hopefully even corrected. And did they rebel against correction? And how dare that person? Or did they go? I'm so thankful they they spoke into my life. Mm-hmm. That'd be powerful for your marriage. Yeah. That'd be a real good one. Uh, obviously, uh, another big one, and I, I have on a list here, I have, I made about answering this question. You know, read some good books. How do you prepare your heart? You have to read some good books. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to mention two that probably aren't that heard of. They're written by a really, uh, I think she's well-known, Shemana, Elizabeth Elliot. Yeah. Uh, a lot of us know the story of her first husband. Um, it, they were missionaries in, uh, what's the name? Uh, tip of, is it Tip of the Spear? Tip of the Spear. Yeah. I was going to say something of the Spear yeah. was the movie about it. Mm-hmm. But, you know. I just found that out that that yeah, was her. Uh, you know, she, she wrote a book called, um, oh, I just forgot the name. I think it's uh, How to Be a Woman and let, How to Be a Man. Let Me Be a Woman. Let Me Be a Woman and Let Me Be a Man. Mm-hmm. But, but, and those books are really not about how to find your spouse, but in there she touches Qualities. on it. And she, she made a statement that I was so thankful she made because I had shared this with my own kids. And so it was good to have a book confirm it. <laughs> yeah, it's not um, just dead. Yeah. Um, she said, you know, as a part of this spouse list of qualities I want, it should have uh, uh, on the list, I've watched her family. And her family's values are similar to my family's values. Or his family's values are similar to my family's values. Mm-hmm. Now, that right there just eliminated probably half the people you've been thinking about. All right. And and so I just made the 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 task of finding a spouse real hard. No, I didn't. Yeah. Okay. God can move, God can speak. I'm not, I'm not overriding or saying all that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I'm praying that happens for all of us. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, you know, I had a dream last night and the Lord was her. said, this is the one. Well, if that happens to me, I'm not going to go ask her to marry me tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to start to get to know her to see if it does a spouse list work. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not going to deny if I really heard God's voice and then, uh, but I'm going to begin to pursue with caution in that case. Mm-hmm. But God doesn't always do that. No, that's probably the twenty percent time. You know. The people that are listening to this, 
and watching this and have clicked that hasn't on happened. clicked on this. That, yeah, they haven't had that. That hasn't happened. <laughs> well, they yet. Be they're still this. praying for it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and keep praying for mm-hmm. it. But, uh, but this family value thing, you know, and I think about my story. I didn't really know well my wife's family values. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to know them a little because our story is kind of one of those God speak, miraculous. And if we have time, I'll share it because mm-hmm. we love stories. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but to know those family values is just a real good one to have on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I say values, um, you know. Yeah, I was going to say define them because some people may not yeah. have had a family that that made those. They even know what their family values right, yeah, are. Yeah, what are my family values? Yeah. So, yeah, good uh, thing to write down as well. So, so in those family values, what do they believe about roles in marriage? Mm-hmm. That's a big one. It's huge. It's more than huge. <laughs> okay. And do they agree with what you think or you believe the Bible says? Mm-hmm. What do they think about parenting? It's huge. Because mm-hmm. trust me, after you get married, kids are coming. Uh, that's the, you know, the fruit of the marriage is children. And if mom and dad totally disagree on what that's going to be like, we got a lot more extra fights coming yeah. on down there. You know? <laughs> Heading for the mountain range. So when I say family values, I mean, I mean marriage roles, parenting. And we may not on every practical way that husband and wife are relating or parents and children are relating, but the value is similar. Mm-hmm. And, and then, um, you know, church value. Well, how does this family look at the church versus this family looking at church? Uh, work ethic. All these are family values that we're testing out, mm-hmm. that we're checking out. So there's a list. I encourage you as a young adult, make a list. Uh, check it twice. Find out if they're naughty or nice. Sorry, I shouldn't have done that. Um, um, but have this list. And then as you're praying, you know, we're praying about this. And you see someone that you're like, okay, let me compare them to my list. Don't just be thrown off by their looks and forget the list, you yeah. know. Uh, do they, and all of a sudden you see that the top two are not there, but the bottom three are. I don't know. Proceed with caution. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how we're finding them. But the question I think is even how do I prepare my heart? Right. To prepare your heart for marriage, I think you've got to have your heart submitted to adults that have a marriage that you want one like. Mm. Okay. So maybe you, if you're a young man and you're wanting to prepare your heart for marriage, maybe you pick one man, maybe two, that you've seen their marriage and you just say, hey, I want to be married someday. Would you spend, would you meet with me over coffee, um, you know, uh, once every three weeks, once a month, Mm -hmm. uh, and just let me ask questions, let you check my heart out. Here's here's my list. What do you think about it? Well, here's my list, but even why are these in my heart? Yeah. And and I'm going to, in this, I call them coaches because I don't like the counseling word just because it it implies things, but I'm a coach. I love coaching and all of that, but um, in this coaching time with this, this if you're a young man with an older man who's married, you like what you see in it. It's, do you see in my heart things that would be difficult roadblocks in marriage? But I want to define this. Marriage was created by God to expose your difficulties, mm-hmm. to expose your 
your your um, your lies, your selfishness. It's created by the Lord to shape you and to prune you and to reveal them because that's the thing in marriage is I've known I had these, but I'm pretty good at disguising them to myself. Mm-hmm. And when you live with somebody all day, every day for longer than a day, it's hard for you to disguise them to them. Mm-hmm. And now you've been living together two years and they not only are they not disguised, they're the exact thing that they hate. Mm-hmm. And you the same for them. And so now we're getting to do what Christianity is and that's choose to die on a cross mm-hmm. for someone else, mm-hmm. like Jesus died on a cross mm-hmm. for someone else. So marriage is going to have those difficulties. Mm-hmm. But how do we get it and get in there with a foundation for it to grow and build and be everything the Lord wanted? That's what we're talking about. Yeah. So so I'm, I'm committing in a relationship for an older man, if you're a young woman, to an older woman to have my heart checked. Mm-hmm. That's the number one way I would prepare. Yeah. Submitting to an authority so that they can help me discern my own heart. And in that, we're learning what is marriage like. You know, Ask those questions. What's it like after five years of marriage? And so I would say that, that person, my advice, doesn't need to be married less than 10 years, maybe really 20. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd want somebody with the full wisdom, wisdom the full of picture. years of what marriage is. And again, you see the fruit of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, submitting yourself to a coach, reading great books. There's tons of books on marriage. Some of them I would never encourage you to read because mm-hmm. they, they don't agree with your family values. Yeah. So don't read them. Yeah. Uh, you know, fine ones. Um, how to uh, need a, uh, is it how to need? Help me. How to need a help me. It's a great Pearl. one. Women, how to create, uh, created to be a help me. Yeah. Those are, you know, a lot of people think those are very controversial. In my opinion, they're very oh, much I, one of the best books, a best book to encourage your heart to be prepared for what marriage is. Yeah. Now there may be, there's some extreme scenarios in there that really offend people. Mm. It's okay. Yeah. It doesn't mean your, your marriage is that way or you have to exactly, you know. Yeah. But the concept of what those books are saying are, are A+. Plus. John Piper's got a lot of good stuff yes. as well on relating marriage to Jesus and the cross. Yes, Which is Absolutely. what we've talked about. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think that um, um, this whole process for preparing our hearts... You know, do your own Bible study, or maybe this is what your coach is doing with you. You know, you're going through the scriptures on on marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it helps us to look at how biblically there was this pattern that a dad picked the the bride, or the you know the dad's work. I mean, because mm-hmm. that just gives us this perspective going into marriage that I don't, I don't, I'm not advocating that we do that, but that we have the understanding of covenant. Boy, mm-hmm. if you want to know what to be reading about, read mm-hmm. on, read books on covenant mm-hmm. and the commitment and the till death do us part. And, and then uh, I, I guess the best way I would say that we really prepare for marriage is we're under an authority or two and they're having the ability to make us go through those teachable moments. Mm-hmm. And now somebody can see us doing that and maybe they're attracted to us. Right. Instead of just looking for it in her. Yeah. 
I'm, make, I'm I, becoming it. I want to be that. Yeah. yeah. I want to do that same thing too. Yeah. Because again, you know, uh, it would be wise to write out what does a biblical leader look like? Because mm-hmm. we see all types on the earth. You know, mm-hmm. we see uh, uh, if the role of, of the leadership of the home is male according to the Bible, and we've had pods on that and mm-hmm. talked about that. Well, what does that look like? Is it because we know it's not this tyrant up here being a meanie and a boss and a jerk and yeah. everybody falls at the feet? It's none of that. Yeah. So, you know, in that relationship with this a coach and and they're testing, we're we're addressing what can I look at as a as as a leader? Because for guys today, we had all types of leaders. Mm-hmm. Ones that are strong leaders, weak leaders, middle, you know, it's just every scenario. And what, you know, a great way is what am I responsible for as a man? Mm-hmm. And I would just tell you it's everything. <laughs> you know, well, how do I prepare for that? Well, you begin today taking responsibility. Yeah. Because right now, you know, there's a 22 year old young man and he's a great, godly young man. But he, you know, his parents help him out a lot. And that I love to help my 25-year-olds out. I mean, I want to help all I can. But at the same time, I, as a parent, am wanting to build in them the character to take on and do things themselves. Yeah. And 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 train in them that a, a man initiates. We've said it, I can't, you know, how many times? And, and so how do you initiate? Well, you initiate when things need doing. You don't wait for somebody else to hope they find it out. Mm-hmm. And they take it. So we, we're we preparing by talking about what is this responsibility and leadership look like yeah. for a man. And then then I think it's wise for, for young women. You know, what does it look like to be a helpmate? Mm-hmm. You know, how practically do I prepare my heart to come alongside and help this soon-to-be man? I don't even know who he is. What does it look like? Does it look like a doormat? No. You know, how do we, and so we're building in our minds and in our hearts this better picture. It can only be worked out when we get married. Yeah. I, I, you know, Dara and I, we do a lot of premarital counseling. Uh, and and I tell, I every time when we get into just some days where it's just, okay, ask us something, y'all been dating or whatever this long, and, and what are some things that are coming up, and and uh, I've had to give this answer many times because it's true. And, and that's why I'm adding it into what we're talking about right now. That one can't be answered till you're married. There's some things that only the foundation of a, of a covenant can give you the answer for. Mm-hmm. So that's why, um, you know, uh, we're getting a picture for it, mm-hmm. but I may not have the full answer to it. And I want until I'm married. That's, I mean, if, if you, for the men, I mean, being a leader, you might be an excellent leader in work, you know, overseeing, depending on what your job is, you know, overseeing lots of other employees, or you might be a pastor, or you might be a youth pastor. You might have different realms of leadership in your yeah. life, but there's no leadership in your life that will be like marriage. Yeah. And so, yeah. You can only experience it once you're there, yeah. but at the same time, 
there's ways to prepare yourself yeah. for that yeah. experience. Is no. I think what you're getting at. Totally, totally. And and so all of these are steps of preparing that the marriage is going to bring to real reality and, and fruition. And and trust me, uh, there is no perfect human. Don't try to be. That's the whole. I, and that you need to know that you fail, and you need to know That's she fails. And how do you respond? Both of you are going to fail. So part of this time with this coach is learning how mm-hmm. to to handle those failures. Mm-hmm. Both of your own take responsibility, forgiveness, or asking for forgiveness, um, and and of your spouse forgiving, and not letting those things build walls. So. Those are just huge things, and so many of them we won't be able to do. But hopefully, truthfully, we're supposed to be learning that with our brothers and sisters mm-hmm. and with our parents and with our friends. And so we've been developing those muscles, and we're getting stronger, and we go into marriage mm-hmm. with strength. Doesn't mean we go in there perfect because it's impossible, but we go in with strength. I'll also say this. I can't, I can't say this enough or stress this enough that when you're pursuing that person, I, I pray that you've submitted that person in your pursuit of that person to your parents. Mm. And if your parents and your relationship isn't good or, or, or one that could do that or handle that, and sometimes parents are like, oh, I don't want nothing to do with that because when y'all get mad, I don't want you angry at me. <laughs> yeah. No, parents, I believe, play a vital role in just helping us think. Not telling us who to marry or those kinds of things, but helping us think about things we don't know. Mm-hmm. So, but if it's not your parents, again, this coach mm-hmm. or another couple, and and they're spending time, and and so all of it is just this season of saying, Lord, here's my heart. I know I'm going to be selfish. I know I confess that the, I, there's no way not to be. Mm-hmm. There's no way not to go into marriage with selfishness with with uh, wrong ideas about marriage, about leadership, about helpmate, uh, you know, about everything. But we want to gain the best heart that we can and the best understanding of those subjects. So grabbing that person, reading those books, making that list of what we're looking for are really key ways of preparing our heart for that. Reading the Bible again, getting us getting a book that's the biblical language on marriage, understanding covenant. That's how I would tell any young adult, my own young adults that are preparing for marriage. You know, and and unfortunately, I just want to. I'll end with this statement: mm-hmm. it, marriage is really difficult by design of God, but I, I want you to always know it's the greatest thing on earth. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the, you get, if you follow the design of the Lord, you get something that every soul has longed for. Now you have to work for it. It doesn't come because you gave the sign and Mm -hmm. prayed the right prayer. It comes through great diligence. It comes through night and day working. It comes faithful discipline, but it's, it's a joy. It is it's joy. awesome. It's Excellent. a thing to look forward to. Don't be afraid of it. That's the beauty of this coach and counselors is that they help take out some of that fear. Am I making the right decision? Mm-hmm. But listen to them. Mm-hmm. Trust their wisdom. And uh, that's how I say you, you prepare for marriage. And be blessed. Marriage is a wonderful thing. Amen. It's, it's the best of the best, in my opinion.
Bless you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Turning Hearts podcast. 